0: Assalamu alaikum. alaykum wa My name is John Fontaine and welcome back to another episode of The Fiqh of Love. Today we're joined by, joined today with Sheikh Dr. Muhammad Salah. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi
1: wa barakatuh. Thank you, John. How's it going? Wonderful. Alhamdulillah. MashaAllah. How do you find the series so far? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of us. I hope it will be beneficial for the viewers, inshallah. I mean, we've been covering a lot of ground.
0: True. And uh, today I wanted to ask you about, you know, what should one look for in a spouse? You know, what sh- what what should we look for when we're, when we're actually searching to get married? What type of qualities should one look for?
1: Well, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Wa sallallahu Wa ala nabihi mustafa wa ba'd. The Prophet addressed both the man who's looking forward to uh, get married what kind of qualifications he should look for, uh, for uh, in a woman that he mm. is interested in marrying and as well as the recommendation for the girl and the guardian uh, mm. to look for certain qualities in the man who's other proposing or uh, even sometimes if you see somebody who is really good and maybe he doesn't know that you have a daughter Or Hmm. he doesn't know that you have a sister uh, at a marriageable age, so he doesn't come forward. Or perhaps he thinks because you guys are too rich for him, he's hesitant to even think about it. Hmm. So you as a father, you as a guardian Hmm. uh, may take the initiative. And that is perfectly fine in Islam to actually propose to a man, but through the guardian, Hmm. not by yourself. And, and, and there is a wisdom behind that so in uh, in, in in the seerah we have some incidents uh, such as in the first generation when uh, Hafsa radiallahu uh, anha was uh, you know, single after losing her husband and Umar al-Khattab went to Abu Bakr al-Siddiq and he proposed to him he said would you marry my daughter hmm. I mean nowadays it would be like a big shame but that is perfectly okay. Why? Because look, who's the groom? Hmm. You know, yeah. and uh, he even proposed to Uthman ibn Affan hmm. because Uthman ibn Affan had just lost his uh, his wife. But he said uh, he's not interested. And uh, the Prophet was the one who proposed to Hafsa, and he married her. So we also Salam. spoke about Saeed uh, ibn Musayyib proposing his daughter to one of his students not because she is like you know she passed the imaginable age or because no one is proposing to her no she actually received uh, wonderful proposals by the means of the dunya but he was not interested Mm. he was looking for a particular person Mm. so who is this particular person whom you would not hesitate or think twice to approach whether directly or indirectly again for a girl I never advise that you say or you tell a man that I'm interested in marrying you. We're not in the generation of the companions of the Prophet mm. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nowadays, many people may take advantage of that. So in the future, if they differ, they say, you know, I was never uh, looking forward to marry you. It was you. You begged me mm. to marry you. Mm. There comes the role of the guardian, mm. the wali. As you know, in the Hadith, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, there is no valid marriage without the consent of the guardian. He's mm-hmm. the one who's supposed to give his daughter or his sister or whomever among the girls under his guardianship in marriage. She mm-hmm. cannot just marry herself off. Mm-hmm. She needs a guardian. Why? Because he's going to play that role in addition to the witnesses according mm-hmm. to the hadith. So the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him considered a marriage which is processed or conducted without the knowledge and the consent of the guardian as nullified as it did not happen Mm -hmm. Okay. and by the way this is the opinion of the vast majority of the Muslim uh, scholars Imam Ahmad Imam Malik Imam Shafi'i while Imam Abu Hanifa may Allah have mercy on him said a grown-up woman can give herself a marriage without the consent of her guardian because she's wise enough. This is a logical reference. Mm. Okay. But meanwhile, on the other hand, he's very strict with regards to something called Al-Kafa'a. Or the qualifications which you are asking about in this episode. Mm. What is Al-Kafa'a? Who is fit to marry this girl? Who is mm. qualified? This is something different than chemistry. Mm. Because you know. You may have chemistry with somebody, but unfortunately, this person or this woman is uh, is married. Mm. So the the door is closed mm. uh, or w- with a person who is not Muslim, then the door is closed. You, you don't talk about chemistry. Mm. We're talking about al-kafa'ah, the qualifications. So Imam Abu mm. Hanifa, may Allah have mercy on him, is very strict when it comes to the kafa'ah and the qualifications. So if uh, he says for innocence, the financial um, mm. uh, qualifications uh, required as well. He says, if uh, if somebody is interested in marrying uh, a doctor, she is a doctor and he is a janitor. Mm. He is not kuf to marry her according mm. to the Hanafi madhhab. Mm. So if she did marry herself off without the consent of her guardian, the guardian has the right uh, to nullify. This marriage. Mm. So it is best to stick to the opinion of the vast majority of the scholars. The guardian's consent is not just because he is the man and Mm. he's like a dictator. He dictates Mm. to his uh, girl what to do and whom to marry, but no one supposedly cares more about the girl Mm. than her guardian. Mm. In the case of the daughter, the father. Mm. The father is the guardian. No one likes anyone to be better than himself other than the parents. They mm-hmm. love their children to be much better than themselves. Mm-hmm. To have better spouses, better kids, better job, better uh, lifestyle. In in most cases, of course, there mm-hmm. is a the norm. Um, so, if the man is receiving several proposals, Rasulullah said in the hadith, which is collected by Imam Tirmidhi, so, the, the two qualifications like big umbrella, and beneath them, there are many other factors the deen and the amana. The deen, the religious commitment. And how do you know that this person is religiously committed? MashaAllah, you see him praying in the masjid, yeah. attending the Jama'ah. Uh, he's not wearing gold, he's not wearing a necklace. He's not making a hairstyle like those uh, singers. Mm. He is not missing around. Mm. In Ramadan, you see him always uh, in the masjid for uh, the fajr mm. prayer for the tarawih, even though it is nafila. Mm. Okay. He mm. comes early to attend the jumu'ah. In the neighborhood, people can tell this guy mm. is mutadayyan. religiously committed. Mm. Or dayin. that he loves the deen. إِذَا جَاءَكُمْ مَنْ دِينَهُ and whom uh, the Prophet ﷺ is addressing he's addressing those who are already religiously committed a mm. family of the girl who loves the deen who practice the deen mm. but those before you ask and you say but some people don't care about it of course mm. because the, the, the vast majority of people are not religious mm. but the messenger of Allah peace be upon him is addressing, addressing those who are religiously committed mm. do not settle for anyone a person who is religiously committed and with good manners. Mm. Somebody says, or may say, but a person who is religiously committed is supposed to have good manners. Mm. Yes, supposedly, Mm. but not not necessarily all the time. Mm. Every person who is praying Mm. is is religious and well-mannered. There are a lot of people who are even very... uh, extreme in religion Mm. Mm. but their relations with their parents are terrible Mm. with their siblings they don't talk to them Mm. they're very tough Mm. i wouldn't advise you to marry such person Mm. or to give your daughter in marriage to that person Mm. so a combination of how does he deal with allah Mm. in respect to fulfilling the obligations that allah ordained upon him and how he deals how does he deal with people The amana, he's honest, he's trustworthy, Mm -hmm. he is truthful, he's quiet, he is not abusive.
0: Mm. Uh, So we have to consult the community, ask about him, speak to his friends, his family.
1: Why do you think the consent of the guardian is required? Mm. It's uh, it's a must for Mm. the validity of the marriage Mm. contract. Why,
0: in this day and age, I know you said that, you know, it's like um, you wouldn't recommend the sisters to approach a man, Uh, of course directly basically to initiate directly yeah But you know in this day and age some of the guardians they're not very proactive in getting their daughters married and sometimes the daughters maybe they're reaching 30 40 years old and they're unmarried and sometimes for some reason
1: the parents just want to keep them at home Mm -hmm. you know they're Mm -hmm. not really helping them get married it's very unfortunate yeah Yeah, there are a few cases like that but you know here is the importance and the significance of being in a Muslim community, Mm. uh, going to the masjid, to the Islamic center, knowing a lot of people, Mm. so that they will introduce you to others. You don't have to do it yourself. Mm. Never do it directly. But if you have a sister who's already married, you talk to her. Mm. You know, I've seen this guy and I like him and so on. So she may talk to her husband to approach Mm. him. I've known a family. The girl liked somebody who is a staff somewhere at work and uh, she liked him so much, and she kept an eye on him. Uh, So she went to her brother, and she shared with him that how much she liked that person. Mm. So the brother applied for a job in the same place, Mm. under that person, in order to be friends with him. Then he invited him home, and he introduced him to the family. And then Mm. when he met with the the sister, he liked her. Mm. So that is fantastic, great. But for a girl to approach the guy directly, I wouldn't really recommend that.
0: JazakAllah <laughs> khair, So we'll just take the opportunity just to have a short break. Sure. So for those at home, make sure you stay with us. We'll be back in a few minutes. JazakAllah <laughs> khair. salamu As-salamu alaykum as-salam. Welcome back to the Fiqh of Love. My name is John Fontaine and we're here joined with Dr. Muhammad Salah. As-salamu
1: alaykum, Wa alaykum as wa wa barakatuh. Welcome back. Yeah,
0: alhamdulillah. Shaykh, we were just discussing, you know, how we, we was mentioning how the guardian should be proha- proactive as well as family and friends. You know, help the unmarried get married. Mm-hmm. Uh, SubhanAllah, I have a, a friend of mine. Uh, I recently helped him uh, get married, actually. Alhamdulillah, I was in uh, Kuwait and I was in a, a, a lesson and a man uh, was asking, you know, he basically wanted to get his daughter married. Um, so I knew that I have a friend who's also unmarried, around the same age. And uh, Alhamdulillah, I managed to, you know, connect him with, with the brother. And Alhamdulillah, they ended up getting married, Alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. So they've Bureau. been married for over six months now, alhamdulillah, and alhamdulillah, it's, it's, it's just nice to see, you know, to have that uh, experience of helping someone. Uh, that is instructed in
1: the Qur'an. We should cooperate and help one another yeah. to achieve what is good and what is righteous. And yeah. in, um, in, in the Muslim community, the role of the imam... Isn't just to lead the prayer mm. and to deliver the speech on Friday and to mm. attend the funeral that is you know these are the basics mm. but there is a deeper role and very important not any lesser than leading the prayer and yeah. giving the speech which is to resolve many problems in mm. the community to play the role of the family father in case that the family yeah. father is inactive yeah. or is not present Mm. so you know that in your class or your wife as an imam Mm. knows that this girl mashallah, is a very good girl you don't have a boy to uh, uh, marry him off Mm. to her but there is another person in the community or Mm. a father who has a good son so you make the connection you introduce Mm. them to each other will you be rewarded for that of course Mm. and similarly if the girl doesn't have a guardian or if the guardian is, as you said, inactive or too shy, Mm. then talk to the Imam. The Imam is supposed to be the secret keeper of the Mm. entire community. So Mm. you don't go and confess to the Imam your Mm. faults and your errors, but you consult him with Mm. your even personal matters. And he's supposed not to reveal any of that to anyone. Mm. So he can perhaps in lecture say in one case, mm. but without pointing fingers or mm. mentioning names. So the imam may introduce mm. a girl to uh, somebody who is a good suitor. Mm. Uh, when we mentioned previously, mm. John, the Prophet wasallam spoke mm. about the two main qualities, like the big umbrella, which is deen and the amanah, yani the mm. akhlaq and the, and the, and the manners. Umar ibn um, Khattab, radiallahu anhu, Uh, when somebody was making a recommendation before him and vouching the credibility of one person Mm. he's really good, this brother is super nice, etc, etc as many of us do sometimes so he intervened and he said, how do you know that guy Mm. whom you're vouching his credibility? Mm. Um, Are you guys neighbors? Mm. He said, no He said, oh, perhaps you've uh, done business together He said, not that either so did you travel with him for a long journey? And go for jihad or travel, mm. you know, because they travel not in the train or you travel on the back of a camel, so you camp mm. you encamp somewhere and you stay days and nights. Plenty of time to get to know the person from so close. He said, No, not that either. He said, Oh, perhaps you've seen him going back and forth to the masjid. He mm. said, Yeah indeed. I saw him He's a masjid going guy. Mm. He's religious. He said that is not sufficient. SubhanAllah. You know, this part is pertaining to his relationship Mm. with Allah. We say repeatedly it's supposed to reflect positively on his dealing with others, with uh, people in general, Muslims and non-Muslims, then more specifically family members, parents, uh, siblings, and then eventually in the future wife and their children. Mm. But some people, with limited understanding, they take the deen from a very narrow window. Mm. It is growing the uh, prayer mark, Mm. uh, fasting a lot without realizing the spirit of fasting, many things Mm. like that. We don't want this kind of person. We want a person who is moderate in his worship, but Mm. he is super nice, or at least nice Mm. when it comes to the akhlaq. When you ask about a person and uh, his own parents say, we we'll never recommend him to marry your daughter. Mm. That's it. Chapter is closed. Mm. Mm. You know, he is not good to the closest people to him, mm. his parents. Mm. Then, in this case, what do you expect? Sheikh, just on this on
0: this topic. You know, if you if you do know someone who is struggling, maybe they they have uh, sins that you know about. Uh, maybe they smoke. Maybe they're into the wrong kind of things. And you know that somebody has actually is interested in them for marriage. Yeah. What should you do about that? You know, should you actually? You mean if
1: you're consulted?
0: Not if you're not consulted. Yeah. Should you uh, speak to them or should you just stay out of it? Only if you're consulted.
1: Well, that's a it's it's a good question and it's a tough question. Mm. It depends on my relationship with those people. Mm. Like, and it, it also it depends on how severe is the involvement of that person in the sins mm. like somebody was alcoholic but those people do not know mm. well I should come forward yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay this person is known to have illicit relations mm. okay his own family doesn't know about it yeah. but everybody else knows yeah. so people from outside came and you know he proposed to them and uh, people they don't know anything about him If you have a chance to warn them Because the Messenger of Allah Peace be upon him Says in the Hadith None of you will become A true believer Not unless Not until he loves Mm. For his brother For Mm. his sisters Whatever Mm. he loves for himself Mm. So would you like yourself To fall in such pit would mm. you like your daughter to be given in marriage to somebody mm-hmm. who seems to be nice but he's alcoholic or he's corrupt or he's in drugs? Mm. Of course not. And that's why we return back to the same point which is what is the role of the guardian in verifying the mm. amana, the akhlaq mm. the manners yeah. of the person. You
0: know, you know, Shaykh, you know, we, uh, a few episodes back we were speaking about divorce, you know, that divorce is actually increasing. Mm not just amongst Muslims, but uh, humans World in general, yeah, worldwide, and uh, I feel that especially amongst the Muslim community, a lot of the divorce is, is down to the guardian not doing his job properly in the first place, Not and not also not after marriage yeah.
1: due to interference yes. in their marriage life yes. and having a terrible yeah. negative influence upon other one of the partners. Yeah. Down the road, inshallah in the episodes of uh, discussing the marriage counseling and solving marital problems, mm. that will be discussed in, in, in very details. What I wanted to share with you before we, uh, we run out of time, how uh, al Hassan al-Basri, al hassan al-Basri was uh, the great scholar of uh, Iraq. Um, al hassan al-Basri, may Allah be pleased with him, was asked, somebody said that, masha'Allah, my daughter is very beautiful and a lot of people are proposing to her. So whom shall I give her to in marriage? When we say so, I don't want any of the audience to assume that the the daughter is sitting home, doesn't know anything about it, and he chooses and says, you marry that person. No, 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 no. It's Mm -hmm. never like that. It's not like that, okay? But he's receiving several proposals, so he's filtering them. Then he introduces whomever he assumes he thinks or he believes After investigation That this person is a righteous person To his daughter And her consent, her agreement Is a must in the validity of the marriage contract So now al Hassan al-Basri May Allah be pleased with him Said you should give her in marriage To a man who got God-fearing In ahabbaha akramaha Wa illam Lam as you know, that love fluctuates. It goes up mm. and down for whatever reason, for many reasons. So he says he should give her a marriage to somebody who's got feeling. If he loves her, he would obviously honor her, mm. make her life happy, get her everything she wants. Mm. And in case that for any reason he stopped loving her anymore, no emotions, no compassion, he, they're just married. He's not going to wrong her. Mm. He's not going to oppress her because he knows his limitations Mm. and he recognizes his duties like in worst case scenario Mm. in case of divorce Mm. he's not gonna give her a hard time Mm. you know before islam people would divorce their wives so many times because there was no limitations for the number of times and Mm. every time approaching the that he will take her back take her Mm. back take her back for no reason but to torture her and Mm. not to let her marry somebody else Mm. so there are some people like that some people they defer the dowry and they say, you yeah. know, I'm broke now, but insha'Allah yeah. when I uh, have money, I will give you. Now yeah. they're well off and they have money, but they never yeah. settle that debt. It's a debt. And then if they divorce their wives, they kick them out. Yeah. And now they're homeless and they are even deprived from the dowry. Yeah. They're thieves. Yeah. So the quality yeah. of amana yeah. is really crucial. And how yeah. would you verify that yeah. neighbors? If you're not no. a neighbor, find yeah. out from the neighbors. Yeah. Make your homework. Yeah. It's a big amana. Yeah. And Allah will ask you about yeah. the fulfillment about of this amana.
0: SubhanAllah, you know, if you're going to get into business with somebody, you're going to do your homework. You <laughs> you know, you, Imagine. You're going to be up all night for the next week doing exactly. your research, making sure everything's right before you invest your money, SubhanAllah. If
1: you're buying a flat, yeah. if you're buying a vehicle, yeah. you know, yeah. you do your homework, you, you read the feedback. Yeah. Oh, by the way, talking about the feedback and the social media, unfortunately, some people, uh, when it comes to proposals, marriage proposals, yeah. they just check out the profile of that person. Yes. Cool, he's nice, look at his muscles, uh, look at her, yeah. she's pretty. The
0: self-made profile.
1: Uh, exactly, the <laughs> self-made profile. Yeah. It could be like you know assisting in making yeah. a preliminary idea, yeah. but not making the final decision because yeah. it is not necessarily
2: yeah.
1: a very accurate idea of whom are you're about to uh, join to the rest of your life? JazakAllah khair, So, SubhanAllah. very interesting points, very important
0: points, and hopefully the people at home will be able to get <coughs> a lot of benefit from that. JazakAllah <coughs> shaykh, Thanks <coughs> for joining us. You're most welcome. And Inshallah, we'll see you next time. And for those of you at home, please keep tuning in to the Fiqh of Love. Alhamdulillah, We'll see you next time. Assalamu Alaikum. Wa Alaikum Wa Alaikum